Thank you, everybody, for tuning into Family Style, the first of many more to come. We have a plethora of content we are ready to drop for y'all. We will touch on some really deep subjects in later episodes. We also have a roll call segment that will be introduced next episode. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. We will be launching our social media presence on various platforms soon. Stay tuned, and thank you for your support. Jerome, put on that Bobby Womack. Nah, girl, I want to go way back. Oh, yeah, check this out. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was just a little nigga, I looked up to my bigger bro. This is the very first family style podcast. Got my boy DeAndre, <laughs> Rob. Hello. How y'all doing? Great. I'm good, bro. I'm. I'm. It's good to be alive. Yeah, what a time. What a time it is. So to kick out the podcast, we decided to come along. Three black males impact that we feel like we bring to the world just with our individual skill sets. We just wanted to come together and basically leave our mark on society as well. And to kick things off, I just want to pay homage to Kobe. Got a little something I have uh, written that I wanted to say. And a lot of this stuff's going to be really off the top as well. But as many people know, uh, Kobe passed away January 26th in a helicopter crash. Basically put the whole world on pause, it felt like. And I don't think many people realized the impact Kobe had on people, especially young black men. Each of us, Dre and Rob, we all grew up without our fathers. I don't know about y'all, but I can speak for myself. Kobe was definitely somebody I idolized. And to see him perish in such a tragic and sudden way, at least for me, it was like losing a close family member. The day I found out the news, my mom had texted me. I didn't want to believe it. Then others, friends and family members reached out. Then I saw it on the news. And that's when I knew it was real. I immediately shut down. It took for hours for me to even open up to talk to anybody without crying. I just felt like my idol and hero was just taken away from us too soon. And I already had it in my mind that one day I would meet Kobe Bryant. I literally mimicked my work ethic, determination after being. And even for us, when we were coming up, we used to always compare the plays that we would make on the field or just overcoming situations to being like Kobe in the clutch. It hurt even more to find out his daughter was on the plane as well. You know, especially me being a father, that hit me on a different level. I bet it affected you, Dre, on a greater level since you have daughters. I can only imagine. It did, man. It it hit it hit differently. That's why I was just beyond looking at it, I'm just thinking like something just didn't seem right about all of it. Right. All that set aside, just the fact that losing my idol, and then he was found holding his daughter, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I just couldn't imagine. I mean, no, that's like what you'd want to, you'd want that though. Like, of course, mm-hmm. if you're a dad, you would be found holding your daughter. Of course he was. 
because like they're doing everything together. Mm-hmm. It's just like they and had like, so much left. They had so much left to do. Even then, just imagine those final moments because every parent wants to protect their children. But now it seems like they're coming out with more information that he just didn't know where he was at. He misjudged where he was at in the fog because it was so thick. And literally, the pilot, the pilot, and they said, said that, you know, they were telling him to pull up. I thought they were saying, you know, you're too low. He was, he was too low. So what happened was, oh, I've heard uh, he, they were flying basically out of like almost like a canyon like bank, and he was banking left. And due to the fog, obviously, he was like, hey, I'm gonna try to elevate. For whatever reason, he did so, but only to about 2,300 feet. And then he descended at a rate of about 180 miles per hour, and they smacked immediately into that hill. So now, based on what they found out recently, they had no idea. Like, literally, they flew straight into the hill, straight on. But that's what's crazy is the fact that before they said that, they were like, oh, well, you can get motion sickness and all this other stuff. And then right. we're, it is, they're trying to it is disorienting sometimes. Yeah. Pilots trying to like so he was in the fog for whatever organization he worked for. They were not allowed to fly with instruments only. If they're in a really bad situation where they can't see, there's visual flight rules. If you're a pilot, it's like different rules and stuff you have to follow. So for him, he was only supposed to fly with visual flight rules. They shouldn't even take it off in the first place. But bro, place. This is, we got to look at it like this, though. It's probably pilot error. It is. But, like, it's one of those things where even people were like, oh, they're mad at the pilot. He's not supposed to be flying in that. It's one of those things. Kobe and his daughter got a place to be. And the rest of the people on board, they're trying to get to where they got to be. And they're coming. They got the wealth to do it. They're just pulling strings and doing it. So, like, accidents happen, unfortunately. With you saying that, do you think that Kobe forced his will? He forced his will before even this. The little headline about how him and his wife had to pack that they'd never be on helicopters together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you know what's up. They knew it was a risk. And it is a risk. That's like a risk of luxury. <laughs> like, it's a risk <laughs> to have Lamborghinis and shit, big houses. Life's a risk. It is. One of those things. I don't think he forced the pilot. I think the pilot felt confident in his yeah, skills. Yeah, breakthrough. Because, like, an uh, experienced pilot, you can make it out of some shit like that. But right. But, like, accidents happen. And everybody's like, oh, well, he shouldn't have been flying in that weather anyway. Yeah. Like, nigga, you know how much bad weather happens and pilots are just like, fuck it, I'm flying through this shit. Like, it was just, I, I mean, it was just, just fly above it. it. just fly above it. That was the thing. But it's so. a helicopter. It was a helicopter. Like, drones are difficult to fly. And you, he's coming out of the hills, out of people's houses and shit. Like, so what it's, happened it's was, difficult. this is what they least found out. Like, he... Try to elevate, and they said if he just would have elevated like a hundred more feet, he would have seen the horizon would have been above the clouds. That's what's crazy. A hundred more feet, bro. Literally had to just elevate a little bit more before descending, and he would have been above the clouds, and he would have seen the hill easily. Pilot error, I guess, but but that's what he's saying. He was disoriented, like like he probably started freaking out because he's like, bro, I'm in this fog. I can't see anything. Like I gotta get there. Yeah, like, he's who like, knows, who knows what happened? You know what I mean? It's crazy. So we never know, but you know, you know, definitely, it's sad to see you know all those uh, lost on the helicopters. It was very, very sad. And you know, this podcast is dedicated to Black Mama and all the others lost souls. So let's get it. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Mamba mentality. All day, every day. Back to that though, because. 
harken back to that Kobe mentality. Okay. Because that's what type of shit I'm molded on. And even the bad aspects of it. <laughs> like when people are like, oh, he was a ball hog, or all the practice videos that are coming out now of him like cussing at his teammates or some <laughs> shit. It's like, right. that's what it takes. <laughs> like, <laughs> sometimes that's what it takes. <laughs> like, you, you need somebody like that on your teams. Like, and people don't get that until, like, unless you've been on a team with somebody like that, or, or like, unless you are that person, you just don't get it. That's why they, so many people were fascinated who just, like, take team sports for granted or something like that. Right. But, and aren't out there, like, pushing each other, like, even their teammates, because it's like, that's how you get dope teams. Like, look at Golden State. Like, all them niggas are trying to be great at once. And, like, you could be on a great team and full of great people and, like, yep. make it work. Because they were, like, that was the whole shit against being on super teams. It was like, oh, you have too many superstars on the team. Like, yeah, Kobe's whole thing was, like, not about passing. He <laughs> still really. passed the it, ball. It wasn't, it was, but like, you just had to team, earn his, the respect. Yeah, his teams were you geared exactly. to scoring because he's such a – It's the work that could – It's just even – He's such a, like, commander of games. So, even like, when he, he was outside of basketball, bro, like, oh, yeah. that was the crazy thing. Like, most people, when they get done with basketball or with any major sport, like, they've been doing it all their life. Everyone's like, so what are you gonna do now? Most of the time they're sticking with something with sports, whether it's yeah, coaching, right. anchoring, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. This nigga won an Oscar. Yeah. Talk about football. Oh, well, the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. I definitely want to see uh Dre's take on this because I know he's a super diehard Chiefs fan. That is not uh, Dre all, just first how do you all. feel? <laughs> it's 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 not even a feeling anymore, bro. It's just I'm just I, I'm numb. You know what I'm saying? I'm still numb. Like fucking about time. Fifty fucking years. You know what I mean? Fifty years. Can you imagine? Like, like wow. no, I can't imagine because I wasn't alive for <laughs> half that long. <laughs> I was you see what I'm saying? We've been around for a little amount of time, nigga. I mean, I it's still crazy. <laughs> like. I don't even know if I'm going to make it to 50. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's just crazy. You know what I mean? So that's, you get yeah, on the head. You know, I know talk, might make it, we might make it to 50. I don't know if we want to. No, that's the thing. That's I don't, I don't think I have to want to. I could make it to 50. <laughs> but I, <laughs> he sounds like a typical millennial. But, hey, so, you know, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Pat Mahomes. Was named Super Bowl. MVP. I think Damian Williams was was the man. But hear me MVP? out. I understand why and why it's missed because they are focusing on the couple throws that he made that were great. Um, look, obviously his, his scrambles, but just to see his will to keep right. the energy of the team because if he crumbled, it's over. It's over. It's over. Like it is over. There's no chance. True. But That's like true. his true. mentality, you know, what I'm saying I know you guys have seen all the memes, all the videos, um, showing him saying, you know, hit me. Hit me. I'm a man out here. Like, mm-hmm. that's real shit. That's what it's like on the field. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he's making mistakes. Right. That's just him being young. He, no, that's right. him being a dog. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that's him. That's him saying it doesn't matter. I'm going to get it. He's a dog, Everybody knows. He is the MVP. Like, if that nigga steps on the field. Yeah. He's the MVP. <laughs> yeah, so, he is. So, he it's, is. it's he pretty is. much a given. So, they should have just handed it to Damian Williams because he low key was like, he, I mean, he's an MVP. the MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I just think it came down to, I mean, like, I, I like 
the the point Dre mentioned, like if Patrick Mahomes didn't do what he needs to do, it wouldn't matter because he would yeah. he put Damian Williams in a position to make those plays. And before that 40 yard run, he only had like six. Made, made the whole difference. And Pat so had what? Like, 29. Pat had, had half the yard. Count that man's You know what I mean? We're not, we're we're not. Yards are yards. So, so let's. No, but think about it. Think about it. Before he had he that last 40 yard run, I'm not. Patrick had 29 rushing yards. 29 rushing yards. And. Yeah. Yeah, but but I'm just saying alone. That, that bomb to uh, Tyree, that 20 yard, that bomb he pretty much to, damn near had the same amount of rushing yards, but maybe by like what 20 more. Damian Molly had 20 more. Yeah, but that's how yeah. their offense is set almost up. through for 300 too. Like the Alex Smith style shit. Pat, Pat still needs to be. Pat still yeah. He they are, arm, but he, but he has an arm. He has an arm. He showed to be. He showed to be all through the playoffs. Oh, yeah, he has to be. That's what keeps the offense open for him because niggas can't just run out there after receivers and let his ass dance to the sideline and run out of bounds and look cute on the ass all game. That's why Bosa was looking tired and dog ass letting uh, Richard (laughs) Sherman get burnt all day. But think about this. So speaking of Richard Sherman and and the Chiefs, this all has to go hand in hand as well because – you know, obviously, Tyreek Hill, I don't know if you guys were paying attention, was talking shit, saying, you know, no fans, but nobody can guard us one-on-one. True. Yeah. <laughs> and was it he not was true? Match I mean, it was great. definitely true. Yeah, we're gonna thanks to, thanks to Devontae Adams, according to Sammy Watkins, because apparently Richard Sherman is – is he, he, he obviously, hmm. we know he's a zone corner, so he wants to play the deep third. So inside release on Richard Sherman was money right. all day. But yet right. people were trying to get to the route outside – and so, you know, they would jab in, but Richard's jumping outside. So he's going to jam you inside. So long story short, you know. But it proved to be a bad move because he's right. slow. Exactly. So he, so he beat him inside like and then got on top of him. Like, yep. like Stephon yep. Gilmore. That's what they were doing. I saw that. Now you can't get I was like, what type of rally for? I was like, oh, <laughs> like, I peed. You, you saw the little videos of that nigga. He was like, hey, just run. Yeah. <laughs> like, just get yeah. open. That's yeah. what that shit is called. That's when you when you see the cornerback lining up against your nigga on the sideline, and you just like, all right, dog, look right here because it's a mismatch. That's what happened when we were playing Cordell Patterson in real life, bro. He would just <laughs> he would just dog. call it out, bro. That shit was <laughs> disgusting. But that's what I like about it. I mean, but that's what I like I about Pat. You know what I mean? Like, I just think yeah. that, like, you just his way to to see all his mm-hmm. players, you know? Because if you look at him, not only is that, is you see a lot, like, for example, Aaron Rodgers, obviously, he, you know, he's the next quarterback to be able to throw to pretty much anybody. You know what I'm saying? He can throw to anybody, but there's only so many quarterbacks. They all got to have that chemistry. In right. And it's just like, oh, we're going to our go-to. For example, Tom, he's either going to go to Gronk or yeah. Edelman. Like he's not gonna. He can't just spread the ball and just throw it to anybody. He just can't. Well, yep. Gronk is <laughs> retired, and Tom's looking like he's headed that way, and Edelman might be headed that way too. I'm just saying yeah. in their prime, bro. I don't know, man. They, like um, Tom Brady might go. Might go. To, uh, I mean, either just a few things. Stop it, Dre. No. Stop it. You little Cowboys could back my going somewhere else. Will show up at your house. He could go to Chargers. I think he should go to the Chargers. I think he should go I to the Chargers. They have Newton all the weapons he needs. Chargers, it's going to make it interesting in the AFC West. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going out there. They even talking about Patriots trying to sign Hunter Henry and talking to Tom AJ Green. And the, the Chargers were talking about getting Cam. 
Yes, some that's what I heard. I was yeah. heard either. The, I heard the Chargers or the Bears, but the Bears actually no, the Bears just jumped um, out because they just said they were something. all in on Trubisky. I think. Yep. <laughs> well, they, they're they, gonna they, try with they, Trubisky, they, unfortunately, they, and we're gonna stink with that shit. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Sorry, playing that music fun. right now, I guarantee I you, we're going eight it. and eight next year. Bro, are you serious? It's I mean, yeah, I'm play calling, but they haven't, bro, I'm surprised they haven't played the right. Titanic song. It's not. Well, we're not winning a Super Bowl with Trubisky. So what, what are you trying to say, bro? Keep we're not going to win a Super Bowl him. with Trubisky, that quarterback. <laughs> I'm on the we could be good. Uh, positive trade. I hope he turns it around. Positive note, you got the job. I hope we hate on him so much. He's a great. He just... Let's hear this first. I have much respect for Mitchell Trubisky because he's in the NFL, and I'm not. But Mitch Trubisky is a backup quarterback. Oh, yeah. A good backup a lot quarterback. Of niggas like, are. if he went down and he had to play a few games, he will be good. He'll be solid. But you're like, yo, bro. We well, think about it. Think about season. it. You're, you're nah, right. You're right. Because like a Nick Foles, remember bro. when he like, got bit for Chase starter. James, and then Chase James came in, and then Trubisky came back. What did he do? He balled. Against the Cowboys, I think right. it was, right? He balled. He balled. Yeah, yeah he did. That's how, tra- that's how trash, trash but we'll is. take it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's true. If he can't beat the Cowboys, <laughs> yes, you're right. You got to go, cuz. <laughs> so, you know, we just wanted to pay respect to the Chiefs. We went to the Chiefs parade. So, my nigga yes. Rob and myself, we went to I the Chiefs parade. And that shit was wild. <laughs> There was people in the trees, people on the cliffs, <laughs> pissing off the Hilton manager. He, I was, he I was impressed. I wanted to go so bad. Cliff. It was wild. There was a nigga riding the horse through the crowd. I know, bro. I know Dre. It would have been such a time uh, if you were going to go to. Man. Yes. Let, we got to go over some of the highlights. Obviously, obviously, it was really cold and snowing. Not even uh, snowing. Did you guys do like, that live? Did you get car chasing? Windy and cold. Yes. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yes, bro. We were there at the parade live. Epic speech. Uh, we didn't see the car chase. We came later after the car chase, but we, you know, we saw oh. it on the news. Uh, there was this dude on a horse. This nigga and came through like Django. Was he was a black straight. dude too the on horse a horse. Galloping like sideways. <laughs> I think he got the horse drunk, bro. The horse was coming in just sideways, <laughs> and this nigga was standing on it, and the horse was getting pissed off. I was like, dog, this <laughs> nigga did not want you standing on him like that. And next thing you know. He hopped off, and this nigga gets in a fight. And then, <laughs> next thing you know, he's getting arrested. And, 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 and then I, heard, I heard some people in And the we just, like, sitting there. The horse from the police, like, up the hill. So that's why I think he was getting arrested. Because we were getting arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there was some bag of people in there like, no, arrest that monkey. <laughs> Confirm that, but he did get arrested. So we're like, I don't know what's going. Confirm if he stole it. I don't know, bro, because they they did. It did seem like they. You you. We can't confirm. I don't know if it's his horse though. Yeah, he might have stole the horse because I don't know if that was his horse. But he showed up with a horse. That's crazy. At the cheese parade. 
tell you about nigga, the story that down. I met when I met <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Okay. He's a nigga. So I met Travis Kelsey um okay. back when and Rob, you've been there. Didn't y'all think you might too? Back when you know Will and Chris lived in the uh in the river market. In the loss. Okay, yeah, yeah. so we were at Mosaic, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so we, we go up to Mosaic and uh Travis Kelsey's trying to be a little discreet, obviously, you know, like hey, you know, he's here obviously for some buns. Everybody's always at Mosaic for some buns, you know what I'm saying? So long story short, um, he was just chilling in the corner. He had his hood up, you know, and I and I walked by and I saw him. You know, obviously I didn't go super fan mode and be like, oh my god, Travis Kelsey, oh my god. Like, no, I didn't do anything like that. Like no, um, I, the low key inside, I was just like, oh my god, Travis Kelsey, Played it low key. Um, but um, I went and got a drink and I looked at him. I was like, hey, bro, you need a drink? And he was just looking at me. He was just like. No, I'm good. And he was chilling. Like, no, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? That and I was like, oh, he a brother. Like that, bro. Like, that's when I knew I was like, this dude's a brother. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he has soul. And 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 that's what I respected about him a lot about Travis Kelsey. You know what I'm saying? He has soul. You know, you don't he he Facts. he still is white. Like, I don't look at him and be like, Oh, you a wigger. Like, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like it's Bro, he's from yeah. Ohio, of course. Like right. Ohio niggas know what's up. But he has soul, bro, and that's what and that's what's cool. That's what's cool. It's, it's 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 good to see a white person with some soul. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, he Hall of Fame in my book. I'll talk. Like the fuck yeah. your book, nigga. The stats. Damn. So we just saw thousand yeah. yard receivers. <laughs> they got That's true. Like, that's like true. Yeah, he thousand yard tight end. I mean. Tight yeah, Pay the man, man. Bring the Brinks truck. And, Bring and the Brinks truck. Pay him. You got to pay Mahomes like, too. So imagine, like our offense is geared towards the tight end. So like, if it's not him, it's trash. But if it is him or like another good tight end, then it's pretty Shit, good. We got Pat Mahomes, bro. We don't we, we throw it to anybody as long as you got hands and two feet. <laughs> you understand though? We need no torso. <laughs> Hopefully, they draft a Coleman. Well, yeah, they're, I mean, they're going to probably draft. Obviously, you know, she's got some positions to fill. They've, you know, got some, you know, fill some people on the offensive line still. Uh, obviously, a backup tight end. Maybe get another wide out. I mean, um, I, I, definitely linebacker. Yeah, they definitely need a linebacker. No. But then gotta, it's not a lot of pieces they, they need. They're going to be at the top Matthew, of the game for a while. Um, kind of skill set. You're never going to find yep. another one by him. Honey Badger is a yep. Honey Badger. You're just not going to see them. Like yep. Yeah. Done. No, you're not gonna man. find him. Then he don't get enough I love respect, how bro. Just keep trying because he's man. short. <laughs> he keep making bro. a fade somehow. It's like because man, people, he's, he's, he's literally he plays like a honey badger. They be trying to hang on him. They're like, oh man. But that's people that don't know the game. Like they think size really yeah. is that important. It's position. It's position. Like when you get in position, you have an advantage. Obviously, if you just position yep. and like how you play, because like, attitude, yes. like like how yes. you play, yeah, the attitude. Like, Position and how you play, cause like, bro, you could you could be like out of position. It'd be so doggy that how you play. That's really where Richard Sherman be getting himself into trouble, cause like him and uh, Marcus Peters, they kind of play the same way. Like they'll just sit on shit and purposely play out of position, mm-hmm. but with their attitude, like, you're so in your they'll yeah. make you pay. Yeah, cause Asante Samuel back when he played, he used to. I used to like watch a lot of film on Asante. On Asante Samuel, and like he would purposely like 
when the ball was snapped, that nigga wouldn't even move. He wouldn't even back door. So, so you know, he was, you know, the ball would be snapped, and he would look directly at the quarterback and then run and undercut whatever route they were throwing. And it's like, nigga, that's like not how they coach at, it all. at all. But it's like sometimes your attitude can just make plays or shit. But you gotta pick and choose when it does, because it could also like get you in trouble, obviously. As all niggas who played the game with attitude would know. But... Yep. <laughs> Facts. So we just had this weekend the XXL just actually launched. Uh y'all have any takeaways so yeah, far? I mean, or... I think it's great. I think it's great. Um in fact, Rob and I was talking earlier saying, you know, it's good to have another, you know, league. There's he you said something that was really powerful, Rob. You were like, it's the fact mm. that like there's a lot of football players. There's a lot of football players, you know what I mean? And there are. There there yeah. are and there are a lot of players out there. But yet there's like only thirty two professional teams that and like they don't the the league that runs the professional teams doesn't like invest in any other league, like an underling or a feed league, as they call it. So it's just it's yeah. just good. It's good that they have something like that, you know, because yeah. um, there's a lot of players out there that just need an opportunity. You know what I mean? And because these those those minor leagues and those those lower leagues are just they're a waste of time, and, and they're not a waste of time. Where I say playing the game you love. So no matter what, whoever plays football, whoever you know what I mean, and that does it and are in those leagues, like shout out to you. Um, well, it's important because it. it's like uh, it's another money opportunity because like there are those other leagues out there, but they don't meet nearly as much. Like even XFL doesn't match up to the NFL like money making opportunity, but there still needs to be more opportunities for right. people to be like professional in this sport, especially as we progress. And there's only more and more people that like play in more and more teams, so they need to provide the money. So Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. So I believe, honestly, the XFL is an amazing concept. Yeah, look, I was just about to get I them. just hope. I, don't just hope, just hope, have, I hope they have the right group <laughs> to be able to carry this out the right way and really have a good business right. plan on, you know, how to promote it and how to, you know, keep the value in it. You know what I mean? Because, again, you know, Rob, you did the development league right. and there's all those minor leagues and they just tank. You know, they just tank. I hope that they. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just Me like too. the AFL. Me too. I like the AFL. I was watching the AFL. I was like, oh, this is pretty dope. There's a lot of talent. Like, just because yeah. somebody's not ready for the NFL doesn't mean they well, don't have talent. They make it a little bit more exciting. Like, they did the whole, like, interview thing after the turnovers. They, like, go talk to the people right after <laughs> and to kind right. of. Makes I like that. I think a good idea. Like, because they had to, they have to offer a slightly different product than the NFL. But I just feel like mm-hmm. the NFL is such a mighty titan to the throne, and that's like the biggest roadblock yeah, for any type be. of league like this, which should be there. Um, and I feel like it's going to be a problem yeah. even then going forward because of the NCAA now. So the NCAA realized, damn, all these leagues yeah. are popping up. Like, California, you know what? Just I'm not gonna go to school. Name. I'm gonna go to one of these minor leagues and get paid. Exactly. That's what I was about to yeah. touch on. So now they're like, shoot. So do you think? Money. Do you think what it's gonna do? turn even we're more? Start paying people are like, you know what? Forget now it. I'm not gonna like, go to college. You mm. think they're gonna lose college athletes as a whole? Well, no. The no, I think I think that's what they did to get people to keep going. Play three years of college. So like that's some fake. That shit's been like challenging. Right. I think, and I think in the new. 
CBA. But they yeah. might be trying to change that too. So that's what I'm saying for these these minor leagues, we're going to have problems because the NFL, the NCAA is basically holding all the, it's just monopolizing. Like, oh, we're just going to keep making money. Nobody else can eat. The NCAA, they're going to basically keep funneling people through them because you're allowing people to get a scholarship to go to school and you're going to get paid on top of that. People are going to look at, yeah, I can go to the XFL or AFL if it's around or anything, but they're like, I could possibly get schooling and have a better experience because think about it, you're in the XFL, not saying they're probably making some money, but if you're a kid at a D1 school, bro, you've seen those facilities. You see how they get treated. Bro. Yeah, but like, like yeah, changing, you know, bro. Like, like they're finding the ways to get money. Like, there's a lot of people changing. So, Rob, I'll tell you like this. So, if you got a full ride scholarship to go to the D1 school of your choice and you knew you're going to get paid with some type of endorsement on top of yeah, it, yeah, but you that's, take that's not the guarantee. Like, nobody's going to get like an endorsement. Well, we're not saying that. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, you're going to have people that are going to have these uh, other routes to take. But we're talking about the talent, just like, you know, AAU. AAU, yeah. you're going to have the biggest, best talent there playing AAU. The next thing you know, they're playing in prep schools in high school. Then they're going to the D1 colleges since they're not allowing them to go straight to the league. With the football, since they have no other choice but to play three years, yeah, you may have some people that go to D1 school and they're like, you know what? The same for me. I'm going to rather go to the XFL, whatever it may be. But what we're saying is the XFL, like yeah. you said, it's going to cost money to keep that stuff going. And if they don't have talent to bring in people to invest into it, it's going to be hard to keep it afloat because all those people are going to keep going to D1 schools. Yeah, but I feel like they will get investors and stuff. And especially like the, some of well, the same investors that to touch on has to touch like, on what I mean by they're that. They're gonna bounce right over. I'm saying, but huh? to kind of go in like Denzel, kind of in response to that, like, but there's also athletes as like you know, Rob and myself. You know, um, I went to Benedictine. Rob, you know, went to Ottawa, and you know, we obviously don't get mm-hmm. that stage. So for us to be able to go, you know, yeah. from there and then hop in the XFL, right. you see, there's film. You see, that's there. You can still go. You know what I'm saying? You can still go to the league. You can still get noticed by that. Mm. So uh, what I think is with right. what I see is XFL. If I'm if I'm a D2 athlete, if I'm an NAIA, D1, any, or any kind of athlete that went to a smaller stage or a smaller platform of <laughs> football, I'm seeing green. I'm seeing – I'm thinking like, what? Right. I'm in there. Give me two – give me a – give me, give me they'll, a – They'll have the talent always. He's in the Facts. And I I – hundred percent agree with you. Like that's exactly what I see it from that concept. Exactly. Like you're gonna give people a shot, they don't have the spotlight. But my problem is from a business standpoint, is how are you gonna so, keep this sustained? Just like all the other ones that came and gone. It's just I like think, oh, just well, be able like to sustain market. it. That's always been yeah, the problem. market. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Exactly. I, know, I never exactly. I never fucking I've always participated in football. I've never paid for fucking football. Like it's not even mm. in my appetite. Like as much as I love football, now, right. like I'm not about to fucking pay for football. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But like I went on a rant <laughs> of, about this shit earlier. It's like overwhelmingly in like entertainment and sports is entertainment. It'll be like black people entertaining or mm. performing or competing, whatever the fuck you want to call it. 
And then if you look out into the crowd, even their rap concert is like overwhelmingly white people paying for. They have the they have the they have yeah yep. they have the wealth to spend. They got on, the money, like leisure and entertainment. Then it's like I'm not a. I can't spend my money on that shit. I spend my money to sustain my life, but it's like you got to you have to like appease them, and it's it won't take much because like they love football, and even people, it's like an untapped market in playing XFL like at this time of the I year. Because like <laughs> you you remember how it was practicing yeah. football? There'd be people that would just flock around like if they're walking across campus, like oh shit, let me sit here and watch this shit. And sure enough, there'd be people that would pay to like see good football being played at this time. Yeah, I mean it's it's spring ball. It's 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 and that's and the reason yeah. why I think in in NFL literally is not take, going on at this point. So like there there's no competition. So yeah, it's it's, it's spring just, ball. It's, it's spring just ball. another exactly time. spring ball. Yeah. So that's where the marketing is. But the the, the but that's where the NFL needs to fucking step the fuck up and help these <laughs> niggas out. Like if if, the, if that league needs help, it's about the money, bro. But and that, they and don't they care. It's about, about the money. Man. That's what the problem is. Exactly. If they figure out to sell tickets, I think it's beautiful. Like it's it's everything we want to see. But that's the problem, so, just with you know how so people you know, capitalism what works. If they like, do like, if they ain't making money, take and they ain't what doing we say. Um, or my perspective, they they do kind of advocate toward that smaller platform and those smaller platform schools or whatnot to invest in to them as well. We will then, you know, elevate them because those players that come out, you know, from the smaller schools usually give back or recognize, hey, this player is yeah. from so-and-so school. Like that stuff matters. You know what I mean? That stuff matters where they can kind of get some kind of alma mater kind of going, you know what I mean? Right. And, and, and find, you know, investment that way and help that school and the, and the leagues to get, just all feed off of each other, just like all right, so you know, with the NBA going on, it's the mm-hmm. LA Lakers mm-hmm. all of a sudden are number mm-hmm. one in the West. Sudden. I'll tell you this: I'm just saying they were trash last year. You saw, it but they're good this year because you got year. Anthony Davis. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'll tell you this right now: the Lakers oh, are going to win the NBA championship. It's just everything is written. It's all written. It's unfortunate what happened to Kobe, but now it's all written for them to win. So you think that? So you NBA think because of Kobe, the NBA is going to throw it to LeBron? No, LeBron's just going to get that shit. <laughs> no, nah, I think honestly, honestly, I want to say this. You know, more than less. You so know, it's going to be in their LA, favor. Bro, I'll say it will, it will be in their favor. Admit, and yeah, because of Kobe, that LeBron's mentality has probably been the hardest it's ever been you've ever seen this year. Of course. I, and the thing is, what's been so transcending Every, is I feel like everybody, everybody set their game up. Like, everybody yeah. just started balling out. Like, you saw people dropping 40, 50 points, yes. like, multiple people within a week. Yes. Start a whole different That's what I'm trying to say. You know, he's already, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he knows what he needs to be done now. He knows, like, it was already the pressure, but now even that much more. He's in GOAT it, legendary it's evident. Status like, now. It's like He knows it, like, in his mind. That's why even in interviews and shit, he don't even be playing with reporters. Like, it, we, we have, like, we have LeBron. He still needs and, to win the championship. We have LeBron but he still needs to win a championship, bro. He still needs to win a championship. LeBron's a great player, don't get me wrong. He is a GOAT nonetheless in his own right. But, like, for him, if he comes to L.A., and he doesn't win a championship, it's going to be a bust. And that's going to be definitely Mark and you had a, on his record for his career. I like this going to be his last year. To I, mean, I mean, it's exactly. not about his last year, but I mean. It might be. Like, it's not saying, but he he's not he getting any younger, bro. His son. So, like, obviously that's a benchmark. Bro, you're seeing right now, like, he's right now 
LeBron's still a top five player in the NBA. I can't even say he's the best player in the NBA just off what I see. I watch a lot of basketball. He's a top five player from here on out, just like we've seen with Tom Brady. Yeah. He's on the well, decline. I seen it, I seen it yesterday in his uh, highlights. time is undefeated. Because I was like, this nigga barely hopped back on his step back. And usually, usually we get that mean <laughs> with LeBron because I be trying to, I know for a, for a fact, because I be trying to imitate his step back. I was like, nigga, look at this little weak-ass, old-ass step back. And then the person that played defense let him hit it. He just put his hand up and was like, oh, okay, it's LeBron. I mean, because he's so strong, bro. It's like if he drives on you, you're not going to be able to stop him. (laughs) His window to win is pretty much now. I'm not saying they can't win next year, but it's it's pretty much now. The Clippers definitely are going to be an issue. The only thing I'm not completely worried about the Clippers, because I feel like when it comes crunch time, obviously I feel like Kawhi would be the leader to go to. Uh, but, you know, they're already having, like, chemistry issues. When you watch the Lakers play, even though, like, most yeah, of their man. players are kind of new, they have a lot of chemistry. That's like, they don't have everything together, on. but He's a they have, you know what I mean, chemistry. And the Clippers are just deep. They just have a lot of weapons, yeah. which that could make them a problem. They just picked up Marcus Morris. So he's definitely a solid wing, and he could play down low. Like, he's just a solid player. So I wish the Lakers yeah, would have got him. But it's nonetless, gonna it's going to be a battle for sure. between those teams. Clippers are still cursed from Donald Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's still cursed. They, they got hey, they might be. The and, you know, you can't forget about the East. Uh, I think uh, yeah, the Bucks, is the Bucks got it wrapped yeah. up, uh, honestly. Giannis, I think he's here. I think he's here. And, it, like, if he really wants to – assert his dominance is he has to come out the east and make it out the finals and that would dictate like hey if you're gonna you know come through the east you gotta come through me and that's also partial reason why Bro, I think somebody went to the west. i think it was charles barkley that the 76ers are the cleveland browns of the NBA. Yes, yeah. it was charles barkley bro is that controversial, controversial is it true because it's like them niggas should be pretty nice I wouldn't say they're necessarily the Browns because the Browns are super dysfunctional. The 76ers, their problem, they don't they do lack an identity like the Browns. But I mean, all their players, people like would the want Browns. them on their team. It's not like they're not good players. I scream for kicking white. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but everybody else lively <laughs> on another team. Anyway, like you say about the 76ers, I don't think. They just need to figure themselves out. They got too many people that no. can't shoot the ball. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Uh, well, Tobias Harris can't shoot. What's crazy the only person that can shoot really is Joel Embiid. He's seven foot. I know <laughs> Ben Simmons couldn't shoot coming out of college. <laughs> like, Bro, Zion already had more three-point made shots than Ben no Simmons. Because yeah. he, and Ben bro, Simmons has been in the league for like four years. I, I don't get yeah you're in it's the, like nigga you're in the NBA you've been like, playing basketball you all your life. Practice, my nigga? Like, what Where's you his father? Where's his father? That's what I'm saying. What are you doing in the off season, bro? <laughs> what are you talking? He's he's too busy chasing Kendall or Kylie Jenner, whoever. Yeah, like, bro, go ahead and focus you, on your crap. You know, Kobe would not stand for that. Before he busts some cheeks, like he do that first. Oh man! Hey, hey, what, what, who was homeboy? Uh, Markel. For Holmes? real, that nigga broke his shot. 
Nick got his shot fixed. He did. He did. He's person. on the magic, bro. He's doing better. He's doing a lot better now. Going through mental disorders over his shot. Something. That's what I'm saying. Facts, bro. Yeah, bro. I mean, damn. Like, like he was going through trauma, bro. Like what did they do? His whole organization like, like failed what? him. It's like, bro, y'all don't even get an athlete and break him. 